Well, welcome back to Hometown Conversations. I'm Roman with uh, one of your hosts, and then I'm also joined by Jill. I just have to ask, should the button be green or is red right? Red is correct. Red so, is correct. One yes. day I'll learn. No, it's, it's just fine. we've started the show a few times with it being the wrong color, and then we've had to stop. So, yeah. so <laughs> I'm Jill, by the way, the other host. <laughs> yes. So, you know, one of the things that we talked about today is we haven't really done one of these in a long time. And, and quite honestly, I, I feel like, and not just the podcast itself, but um, when we get, get into it, when we first started the podcast, we did a lot of like conversation stuff. Yes. And not just with each other, but also with our guests. We would right. bounce back and forth between just you and I and a guest. Yep. But even with the guests, like the first half of the podcast would be about them, what they're up to, current events type of thing. And then we would transition into these conversation cards. Yeah. I felt like we've kind of gotten away from that in the last, um, I don't know, a year. Yeah. Uh, this season for sure. I miss it. I do too. And that's kind of the direction I want to go. Yes. So, But we are doing this podcast particularly old school today because I didn't I didn't charge the cameras ahead of time. I oh, didn't care. Um, we have no and, cameras. We're cracking a beer. Just like, oh yeah. okay, go Roman. I already cracked mine. It's I not, feel it's not, it's not a beer though. No, it's a. This is, hang on. Duck. This is, this, no, you got to get this right. Sorry. Because this is, this is from our, our friend Chad Greenway's company here, Grey Duck. Oh. Right, this is That's Bomba Chad Juice Greenway's company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were um, going to send this is from our friend Eric because Eric dropped this off for us when he was here for Winstock. No, this Grey Duck Bomba stuff. Juice Bomba by Grey Duck. It's amazing. Well, we it's had the, a seltzer. We had this the first time at the Twins game. Um, a couple of years ago. A couple oh, of years ago. Year, last year, something. I don't remember. We went to a Twins game. I think we went to a Twins game. It had to been last, last summer. Year? Had been last summer. Anyway. We went and they they were serving these things behind the thing and they are amazing. So yeah, they're delicious. Um, yeah, so and we our first these. We're gonna have season. These today. Every time we'd sit down, we had a bottle of wine from Crow River Winery, or we had a uh, what's that little jug uh, from Bobby and Bobber called? You know, uh, the jug of beer yeah. that you can buy. We're that just gonna thing. leave it alone because our brains aren't quite functioning. Um, what is it called? It's called a. Somebody on the other end of this is gonna be like, God they're, dang they're it. yelling it right yeah. now. It's a. We'll figure it out. It's going to come It'll to us. It'll come to us yeah. sometime in the show. Or Growler. In the of the- Growler had a boy. High five across the thing. <laughs> so we're going old school today. We're kind of going back to our roots. Roots. And we're going to do oh, some questions and stuff like that. We're going to talk back and forth. The other thing that we're not doing today is we're not recording this uh, for YouTube. I mean, we'll, oh. we'll put the audio on YouTube, obviously, but we're not going to do the whole cameras and all that kind of stuff. I forgot to charge them. I didn't care. I do have to say Whatever. it's a little bit of a tragedy that we don't have cameras. Can why I tell that? you why? Why? Because you are wearing a cowboy hat. And while I've never been particularly fond of cowboy hats, mm-hmm. and just personal preference, no, no, nothing else behind it. Yep. You put one on. I don't have sunglasses on. And though, I thought that. oofta. Oofta. <laughs> <laughs> you look good. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I don't know. You know what else? Uh, speaking of looking good is we decided to go down this path here, what, six months ago? No, not even. Two months ago. Okay. Three months ago, maybe, where we started thinking about we need to start eating better and exercising and all this kind of stuff. We talked about it at the beginning of the year when we started this season of the podcasts. And, you know, we might have punted for a little bit. Like, we talk really big game. We sit here and we talk to people. Oh, I'd be really good for two days and then super bad for Mm -hmm. 17. And then, you know, that whole song and dance. But um, this last, um, I would say, 60 days. Yeah. 30 to 60 days have been great. Um, I'm down 20. 
Um, you don't have say if you don't want I'm to. I'm down. Well, before I went on vacation, if we're looking at that, which was what, two or three months ago now? Because mm-hmm. uh, I always do oddly well on vacation, right? Yeah, it's you guys like, ate I, like fruits and vegetables yeah, the whole time. And we hiked the yeah. whole time. So if you're looking at that, I'm down about 20 as well. Yeah. So we're, we're in the process. Yep. Um, the one thing that it, uh, I don't want to say annoys me, but it's, it's in typical or maybe that's not the right word, but social media, you start talking to, you know, Hey, I lost this and I'm doing this and whatever. And, and you're having a, you know, you're, you're yep. celebrating your goals. Everybody comes out of the woodwork with try my product and try my product. Yeah. Dude, I don't care. Like I actually had to tell somebody like, I th- don't ask me you about this did. stuff again. You had people really kind of aggressively try to sell you things. Yeah. And I think that it's a funny world we live in with that, right? Weight loss and health is a multi billion dollar industry right. and everybody's got the answer but i think if we could all just kind of support and leave each other alone we yeah. know that products are available <laughs> we'll seek them out if we want them right um but i feel like what we're doing and and roman you're very good at reminding me of this is we're chasing a lifestyle not a number right and so it's all about sustainability and good habits. And we were just talking about this at lunch today that we've noticed even on days when we're not actively following a plan that our habits have changed. Yeah. Um, and so like if our lifestyle changes, then this is something that we can you know sustain over yeah. the course of so time. My, my first question today was going to be very similar to what you just mentioned is, is something okay. I've been talking about for a while is what affirmation do you need to wire into your programming? And I feel like that's the one. Right. It's this this mm-hmm. idea of like chase the lifestyle, not the number. I mean, we we've been weighing in uh, every other day with this with this uh, accountability group and the group that we're a part of this little text message chain. Yeah, it's amazing. Ooh, yeah. Just having somebody else to pick you up when you're down a little bit. And, you know, it's one thing for you to pick me up, but it's another thing for like uh, our friend Amanda to say, hey. Uh, I've been there. This is where we're going and you can get there too. And yeah. like, I've done this before. I lost a shit ton of weight yep. um, about 10 years ago. Um, I have zero interest in running again, uh, but riding bike, lifting weights, that kind of stuff. I can do that. That's fun. Um, and just kind of being active and moving and eating better. Those are all things I can do very easy. It's the stuff that we talked about with Kirk. Yep. Um, we've talked about it with Amanda over the, uh, you know, last year, yep. last season. Um, there's just things that you can do. So I feel like that's the affirmation we need to wire into ourselves yeah. is this idea of like chase the lifestyle that you want to have, Yep. And not the number of the scale. Because I tell you what, you can hop on the scale and the difference in a day or drinking a couple glasses <laughs> of water or, yeah. I mean, it's an, it's so it's all about, and it can't just be that number, right? It's got to be all about the day-to-day and the making healthy choices and giving your body things that are good for you. And mm-hmm. you talk about this, so we're in this group chat of accountability and it goes in sort of 10-day stints. And right now we're in a break yep. um, and I miss the group. I do too. There's a, you mentioned uh, Amanda in the group. She's really great at expressing when she's frustrated and supporting when we express that we're frustrated Mm -hmm. and she's about to hit a milestone and I don't want to give, maybe she's already hit it. I don't want to give anything away, but like I get more excited about her (laughs) numbers than I do about mine. Cause I just want, I just want her. She's coming up on such an amazing milestone and I'm so proud of her and I just want to harness my inner her and you know, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just fun to be part of a group that's supportive. Some days we make really great decisions and some days we make really bad decisions, but we're all really supportive of each other. And it's, it's a, it's a good community to be. And it's a small group, like 10 of us, no more than 10 of us. Yeah. 
um, with a couple of coaches, so to speak, in there, just kind of guiding and giving advice. But Reminding yeah. and that yep. kind of stuff, which is great. Uh, picking us up when we feel a little bit like we didn't do make some great decisions yep. or whatever. But um, I, I've just really appreciated that group and, and have met some really neat people through yeah. that process too. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it, it was kind of fun. Um, the other thing that I, I would just throw in here with this affirmation thing is, and maybe it's, maybe it's not, it was just remember to live life, right? It's too often that, um, we get distracted by all of the work things and all that kind of stuff. Um, we were just talking today, like maybe we should take an afternoon or a day once a month and just really try to focus on, um, going on adventures because that's yep. something that you and I like to do. Yep. Um, so there's that and there's, you know, and I, I think back to, you know, um, in our, we have a, we have an upcoming podcast that's going to be, uh, posted next week, yep. um, with our friends from river song here in town. And we talked about, uh, music festivals and how much that they are, uh, that music and how that's a part of who we are and stuff yeah, like that. Being outside and, and all yeah, that. Yeah. I, I'm just, Speaking, the, the this is where the cowboy hat came from. Is is our experience this year at Winstock, <laughs> um, and Winstock, I, you know, Winstock and River Song battling out for me. Both have amazing uh, qualities. Yep. Um, river Song, I like because it's right along the river, and then Winstock, I love because we just run into some amazing people there. Yeah. You know, um, if I can find people with the dumbest shirts in the world, oh, the uh, shirts. The people watching are is so good. The there. people watching there's and there's costumes, mm-hmm. so to speak, right? And then there's just funny shirts, and then there's just it's. It, and we we spent so much time like I mean, we went to the concerts, of course, um, but we spent time like visiting, finding our friends in the campgrounds, yeah, and just going and visiting and hanging out with them. It might be the only time of the year we hang out with some of those people. Yeah, absolutely, but um, it, it's just but one it of those places where like everybody's friends, everybody's mm-hmm. good. There's no politics. There's no current events. You're just there. And I don't, honestly, um, I think that, you know, oh, we're all laid back. Everybody's drinking. Not necessarily. Mm -mm. I mean, are a lot of people? Sure. Um, But I spent the whole first day barely having a drop, and I didn't feel bothered. Or I mean, you're just... You're just there, and you're relaxed, and you're chill, and it's you just... Speaking of that... Great environment. Since you didn't have that much... um, uh, alcohol that night. Yep. Um, what did you think of my Britney Spears shirt? It was amazing. I mean, it was Britney's, it was like, it was like Britney sitting on a chair with her first album, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was like, I don't know if it was her album cover. The amount of that, people that, that comment and yeah. Pink shorts. <laughs> and you so. frayed the bottom of the shirt. Like, yeah. yeah. The amount of people that commented in real life <laughs> and online at the Britney shirt. Uh, I mean, she's, iconic yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah she's a story and then some yeah yeah love so it. Mm-hmm. love it hey we um i know you have a question but um i just want to address something we have a yeah. problem in this house we do we do and i don't know who the culprit is oh boy but does the toilet paper go over or under oh okay so this is a fascinating question okay <laughs> so i very clearly am over and i noticed yeah, that in the in the guest bathroom recently no at the in the cabin it went under and i was tempted to change yeah. it and i didn't and then it magically changed and i was like oh the toilet paper gods did that was you do me. that yeah, thank that you me. nice yeah. work then i just have to say <laughs> I read an article recently about over versus under and evidently 20 or 30 years ago, which is probably really more like 40 years ago, uh, 70s or 80s, somewhere in there, there was a campaign by a toilet paper company. I don't remember which one. 
And I don't know if this is true. I just remember reading this article and they did commercials on it and it was the whole over versus under and they sort of infiltrated the American psyche to say that over was better because you use more toilet paper. If it goes under? If it goes over. And so it was a sales technique of sorts. Okay. I've seen the, well, I don't even know. I think it's harder to grab when it's under. Like, I don't care if I have to buy more toilet paper. I don't care if the whole thing was a scam. It's (laughs) over. It goes over. It goes over. Somebody in our house is putting it on under. I'm not sure who it is. It's one of the kids. Of course it's one of the kids. Do you think it's a preference or a lack of of, uh, observation? You know what I really want to do? Yeah. There's... I've seen this picture in a, supposedly the patent of oh. toilet paper or something okay. like that. I don't know. <laughs> but I've seen this photo and it clearly shows over. Yes. And I just want to frame it and put it right above and just see if they notice. I don't even want to address it. I just no, want to put a photo. just see if anybody just catches see if, on. If, if, see if somebody sitting there goes, wait a second. Hey, there's a new picture in the bathroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I want to be kind of Minnesotan about it. Passive aggressive. Passive aggressive, yeah. yeah. Minnesota nice my ass. Excuse my no, language. It's passive aggressive. <laughs> so to speak. No. <laughs> one of the things I do want to uh, explore, though, uh, one of our friends recently put a bidet in um, and now mm-hmm. swears by it. It's a fascinating topic. Have I, you ever used one? Never. Not well, once. I haven't either. And I'm, you know, I'm a little nervous, too, you know, because I'm a little nervous to try new things. Yep. You know. The, it, so logically right away you're like what why mm-hmm. and then you take a breath and realize oh my way might not be the only way mm-hmm. and then you think actually like washing yourself yeah makes a lot of sense rather well, than th- just i mean think about think about like a this can be a horrible comparison but think about a dirty sticky countertop if you just go <laughs> talk about this aren't we if you just go over it with a dry paper towel, nothing's clean, right? Like yeah. you're just smearing around whatever the problem is. Yeah. But if you use liquid, a cleansing liquid like water, and then you go over it with a paper towel, your countertop is a lot cleaner, right? And it's gross to think about. We don't love to talk about it, but there is something very hygienic when you really break down a bidet, that mm-hmm. it's hosing off whatever you have done. Can we? Can we try it? Let's let's do it and then let's oh do it. Oh my god! Let's do it and then let's then come back can, and talk about. We it. We can come back and talk about it, like one of the other future episodes. On a different episodes. podcast. I'm, I'm just reading an article here. It says uh, the bidet was invented centuries ago in France, but it's never really taken off in the states. Um, and everybody's kind of curious as to why I'm going to come back and read the story because I think it's fairly fascinating, but I, I think I would say that as a, why hasn't it taken off here yeah. as a general public? We sort of suck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. And, yeah. and we don't need to talk about current events right now. <laughs> we're, we're specifically not, we're specifically not, but like, we don't like new ideas and no. we don't like, like, we don't like anything. We are not a great culture as far as it really anything goes right now. So I, I, it doesn't surprise me at all that it hasn't taken off here. Even mm-hmm. if every other culture in the world swears by it and says it's amazing and it's less waste and it's better for the environment and it's better for germs and it's better for yeah. everything. We're going to be like, ah, oh, we do it our way. This is America. Like that's kind of how we are. Yeah. We come, and that's all I'll say about that. I think that. some people come close to it, though, mm-hmm. because they, they're using the 
the moist wipes and then they're trying to flush it. Sure. So it's like, that's close. They just, and honestly, the closest we get to a bidet is mm-hmm. right after you give birth. The doctor says to just get a little squirt bottle and spray yourself off. Yeah. And then and then away we go back to the toilet paper. So we have like a, a week hmm. after every child is born. Huh. Huh. Who knew? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, okay you I'm going to move on question. to my next question. No, you, and I have a, I, I got to tell you, I have a range of questions. So no, I'm going to try to go in order of like topic. Okay. So we're just talking about weight loss, transitioning to bidets, all of the things. Yeah. So I feel like this question Self-care might make somewhat. sense. Yeah. When you experience stress or overwhelm, how do you like to be supported? When I'm stressed or overwhelmed, yeah. how do I like to be supported? Um, like there are parts of me some days where I feel like I just need to sit and sure. sit in a dark room, turn on TV and just go. Yep. Um, at the other, uh, quite honestly, though, I think it's just somebody to sit and listen. Yep. Um, and you've done a great job of that. Um, because sometimes, you know, it's like, it's like we've talked about like, do you need, do you need a solution or just want me to listen? Right. And I just need somebody to listen. I just yep. need a vent. And uh, usually that works out pretty well. Yeah. How about you? I would agree. Uh, I would say when I'm stressed or overwhelmed, I have a very hard time starting to talk mm-hmm. about, right? And you've you've noticed that about me and tried to pull it out of me. Um, so one, what do I need when I'm stressed or overwhelmed? I need to be better about saying I'm really stressed or, and overwhelmed right now. Mm-hmm. And then I need to be heard. Because what will happen to me a fair amount, and it's nobody's fault but mine, is that I won't express that I'm stressed or overwhelmed or I'll start to express it. And then human nature is to chime in and give your own, um, mm-hmm. uh, like take on the day, right? Well, yes. Oh no, I had a bad day too. And this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me. And then I shut down. Well, it feel, that feels like a competition and it shouldn't be a competition yeah. when you're trying to just release some of that stress and just yep. kind of, I just need to talk for a minute. It, when you, when you come and say, well, I had, no, that's one up. Right. That's like, that's invalidating actually. It really is. And I think that what I'm not great at is saying, I don't need your experiences of the day today. Right. Right. right? It might, and it might take me five to 10 minutes to start using my words. Yeah. And so you might just have to sit in some uncomfortable silence for a hot minute while I find, but I'm not good at saying that. So like, the question is funny for me as to what do I need? I need I need to learn to be better, right? Yeah. Because you're very good at listening when I finally do decide to tell you what's on my mind if something's bothering me. Um, you're very good at listening and not one-upping. There's just a lot of times where I feel like I need to unload, but I never get there because I never tell you that's what I need. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a me thing. I wonder what everybody else thinks. In that situation. Like, what, what do other people do? Yeah. Because the, I, I know some people have talked, well, I go for runs and stuff like that. Yep. I used to do that. Yep. When I was doing half marathons and stuff like that, I've had a bad day. I just, I'd come home, throw my shoes on, and I was gone. Yep. And those were the long, those were the long runs. Those yep. weren't the three miles. Those were the five to 10. Sure. Mile ride or runs. Um, I suppose I rode my bike for a while too. Yep. Doing that. Um, I don't do that so much anymore yep. as far as like uh, just hopping on the bike and going because it's better to just talk about it for me. Yeah than to internalize it and bury it. 
And I know we, I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but sometimes it's not always the right approach. I'm real, but I'm really like a professional at, yeah. at ignoring my feelings <laughs> um, more than I should be. But one of my one of the easiest ways for me to ignore my feelings is to becoming completely wrapped up in what has gone on in the kids' days, yeah. um, right? And just letting yep. Sam sort of take me away. I don't know if that's good or bad. I really don't. Um, because then I go to bed and I have a good night's sleep and the next day I wake up and I, and I feel fine most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if that's avoidance or not, but just sort of like hearing what the kids have to say and what's gone on in their day yeah. helps pull me out of whatever yeah. kind of funk I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So my question was somewhat similar. What active self-care should become non-negotiable in your life? And I think it's just taking care of yourself. Like, do the things that you need to do to make yourself feel good. And I don't know that that we have to name what it is. I just think that to be intentional about what your self-care is. Yeah. um, And because it might change from day to day, but just making sure, you know, my mom is very good at this. When, when I talk to her on the phone and I sound, she can tell when I'm very stressed, when work has been stressful or parenting has been stressful or whatever. And she will, (laughs) if she had a dollar for every time she has said this to me, what have you done today or this week Mm -hmm. that's just for you? Right? Like what? Tell me what? And then she makes me tell her. And I, nine times out of 10, I got nothing. Mm. Right? Have you gone for a walk, even if it's 20 minutes? Have you taken a bath? Yeah. Have you trimmed your toenails? Have you painted them? <laughs> yeah. right? Stupid things, but she's not wrong. It's yeah. self-care. It's, it's taking a minute to worry about yourself instead of everything else going on. And again, nine times out of 10, I have nothing for her. Like, what have I done? I went to work. I unloaded the dishwasher. I listened to Sam. And she's like, yeah, no, all that's great for your life. But what have you done for you? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So I think just making it intentional and making sure that because you can't be a great boss or a great mom or a great partner if you don't take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have you ever cried during a movie? Yes. And what was the movie and why did it make you cry? <laughs> this year, twice, actually. Yeah, so good ones, yeah. too. Yeah. And everybody's going to be like, what? So the first one was the most recent Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> So good. You said every man in that theater was crying. I, I believe so. I looked around just to make sure I wasn't the only one. But and I don't want to give it away, but you know, at the very end, they just could have they just kind of because I know the history of the movie. Yep. Right. And how it took so long to kind of make some of the sequels and stuff like that after after the originals. Um they just put a very nice bow on it mm-hmm. at the very end. And I'm kind of a sucker for um you know, dads and kids and that kind of stuff oh, anyway. Yep. So uh, that at the end of that, that movie was very, very good for me. Um, and uh, yeah, so I got emotional at the end of that one. Top Gun, hmm, the most the Maverick <laughs> movie that's out right now. Oh, it was so it is from, good. From head to toe, that is one of the best movies I've seen in the, like the last five years. And I have to say, an iconic movie from my childhood. You've got Top Gun, you've got Dirty Dancing, you've got like The Breakfast Club, right? Like th- there's like a handful of movies. Mm-hmm. From- and I remember when I heard that this movie was coming out and, you know, it was years ago, right? And COVID, I think, changed everything, obviously. And I remember thinking, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Why are you touching 
Top Gun. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you don't... T- oh, no. it was so good. The end, I was just like... <laughs> There's also... I have a third one, now that I think about it, and and I can't believe it's not one of the... Because I, I, I when I said that Top Gun's one of the best movies, it immediately came to my mind and went, yeah, but um, The Atom Project. Oh, my God, yes. I really uh, hardcore emotion oh. at the end of The Atom Project. If you have not seen The Atom Project on Netflix yet... You have Ryan to. Ryan Reynolds... You must. I have go a ten-year-old first movie. He's cried at, like, like, cried, cried. He got emotional. He, didn't ju- he got emotional, and he didn't know what was happening mm-hmm. to him. Like, he looked at me, and he's like, "I'm crying." Like, he's never cried at something on TV, mm-hmm. and he confused himself. So it is so. So if you're looking good. for all of you movie fans out there, I know, and I know, you know, I'm not the. Um, I have to go see Shock a lot. I don't give two shits about the Oscars and all that nope. kind of stuff. I don't. Um, it's all made up awards anyway to pat yourself on the back and get sell more movie tickets. Yep. What I'm looking at are movies that can make an impact and make you think. Yep. Right? So that's part of it. And then I like the little trip down nostalgic road. <laughs> yeah. Right? So Ghostbusters, um, the Star Wars movies that came out a couple of years ago, when the Millennium Falcon came out, I was like, Oh my god! And I was in a movie theater where everybody erupted and screamed and <laughs> cheered and stuff. I got emotional over that because all it's of nostalgic. these things. Well, all these things from my childhood come up. You know, I see TikToks about that. You know, stuff from the eighties and stuff. And we go, ah, oh, look at that. You know, and we kind of laugh about those things. But those movies, like, you know, when, when Ghostbusters comes up and they just kind of put a nice bow at the end. Um, and it was a good movie uh, through, it the, was. through from the beginning to the end. And they put the nice bow in the end. Yeah. That made me a little emotional. Yeah. And then the the Top Gun thing, or Maverick, the new movie that's out, um, put a nice bow on that at the end. Yep. But the Adam Project. <sighs> as, a, as a child, <sighs> as a parent, as a human, right? Like it, if it didn't touch a part of your life, mm-hmm. uh, it was so well done. And it wasn't necessarily pretty the emotions that that each character felt were raw and real and tragic in some ways but it was wrapped up in humor sarcastic humor deflective mm-hmm. humor which we're all very familiar with right it, um it was heartwarming and difficult and beautiful and funny and i loved it yeah i will say i cry at almost every movie um, almost every movie. Uh, Sam and a friend of his and I went to the Minions movie on Monday, <laughs> and there was a point in there where uh, Gru or whoever it is, I don't know, it was okay. Uh, the movie was okay. It's getting a lot of very positive press, I think, just because the Minion movies over the years have been so popular yep. for people. But there was a point at which someone said to someone that you can't do this alone. That you have to have a tribe. You have to have a team. None of us are... And oh, I start crying. I'm like, oh my God, if Sam sees me crying at this part, (laughs) like at the Minion movie, he's really going to think I've lost it. (laughs) I cry at almost every movie because I think it's like the, the one and a half to two and a half hours that I take 
once every four mm-hmm. months to escape, which is exactly what movies are supposed to be. An escape from reality where you buy into what's happening on the screen, even if it's caricatures and animated, but you just stop thinking. And then when I stop thinking, that's when all the emotions start to rise to mm-hmm. the surface. So that's when supervillain grew talking to weird little minion people makes me cry because mm-hmm. he's not wrong. You have to have a tribe. You can't do anything alone. But no, the Adam Project, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Yep. And we have good tribes around us. Oh, we do. Okay. Is it your turn? I think so. Mine are going to move into a little more. Wait, you didn't. Yeah, you did say it was your question. You asked about the whole crying thing, but you go ahead. I was oh, no, make sure it's your you... turn. No, you're right. No, I know, but I was I was gonna I was gonna return a question and then you said, Yeah, you cried at the group at the uh, new minions yeah. movie. But then so. it that, but the, what that means is it's time for you to ask a question. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a hard um turn okay. here and this is where we might get in trouble. Oh good. Okay. So uh what do you think society owes its citizens? <laughs> <laughs> Honesty and fairness. Uh, yeah. Transparency. I think at, in a democracy, I think what society owes its citizens is is a representation of that democracy. I think this has probably been a problem a lot longer than I've realized, but as I get older, we elect people, and I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat, they don't vote based on what their constituents want. Half of them... They Don't do even... what they want as a human being, right. them in power. These, these people, these singular people who are supposed to be voting for a huge group of people do what they want. Or the money wants. Or what the money wants. And that yeah. is so frustrating to me that I can hardly say words. I also think in this country, we are supposed to be free. Mm-hmm. And I will just say, and I might piss a lot of people off when I say this. But what freedom means is that people are going to do and say things that you personally don't agree with. And yes. They can. Because then you have a right to do and say things that they don't agree with. And right now, we are making a lot of decisions about people's ability to be free. Mm -hmm. And whether you... I don't think it matters. We all, anybody listening knows what I'm talking about right now. Mm -hmm. Anybody. And it does not matter how you feel about the topic. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. That isn't what this is about. It's about taking away people's choices. And I just didn't think that that's what this country was about. Mm -hmm. Now, I think we're going down a different path here than what what the country was intended uh, to do and society was hoped or what they had hoped society would do. Um, I think... Uh, some of the problems that we have right now is there's a lot of um, old people that yep. are um, in positions of power that probably shouldn't be there. We um, watched I, a video. I, think, I feel like there should be ter- there should be term, term limits, limits for everybody. Absolutely. Um, I would. I I've I've said this over and over again, and I, I probably you know. I think it's common sense. Yeah. Um, I don't think many other people probably do, but I think um, elected officials should all be under term limits. Period. Um, I think there should be only be allowed um, uh, a, a set number. Whatever that number is, we can make it up, whatever. But this is what you can spend on any campaign, period. It can only happen from this time to this time. Yes. Um, and it can't, be, it can't come from any packs. Those nope. got to go away. All of that has to go yeah, away. All, there's 
it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. The way it's the way I believe it's supposed to work is, you know, you elect a representative to you know the House or the Senate or whatever state level, federal level, whatever, and they're supposed to represent a, a majority of the people that are there. Yep. Now it's hard to do because you can't please everybody. Of course not. Right. Nope. And yep. one county's going to lean one direction, another county's going to lean. That's fine. Um, but when you have money that is pushing decisions, mm-hmm. um, that that isn't based on reality. No. That's based on how much money I can make while I'm here. And I think if we put term limits in place, that ability to, or that, um, not, maybe not ability, but the process or the need to make money, maybe it gets worse. Uh, but I just feel like if, if you were able to take that special interest money out and all that kind of stuff, yep. I just feel right now, and this goes down all sorts of different roads, yep. uh, whether you're talking about the stuff we're talking about or you're talking about um, some of the, you know, let's just say it. Abortion, gun rights, all that kind of stuff. All that stuff. I can I can talk both sides. Yep. Like I can understand and have conversations with people from both sides. I look at like guns as an example. Just what do we do? I can sit here from my side and say, you know, I'm not saying we should take guns away from people at all. I don't think um, anybody's saying I, that. I grew up in a family I of would, hunters who right. very much respect guns and uh, the wildlife population. If you talk to my dad or my brother. Uh, it makes sense. It, it makes that, that, Yeah. That's fine. So then, and, and I agree with mental health. We need to increase yes. mental health. Yep. Everybody should have access to free mental health in this country, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's get to that point. And we can talk about healthcare in general or whatever. Yep. Um, I'm very frustrated because it's beginning to feel like we can't go anywhere. You yep. can't go to a, a fucking parade. Without getting shot. Without being worried that you might get shot. Um, I've talked to... I've talked to gun owners who would, who would never come on a podcast like this or no. anything like that. They would never talk uh, openly about it. They don't like it either. No. But nobody has a, a true answer because nobody wants to have a tough discussion. But kids are getting killed in school because of guns, and yep. we're, we blame it on doors. For F's sake, doors, right? <clears throat> There's a whole shit ton of stuff that we can talk about about that, and I'm not going to get into it. But God damn it. What are we going to do? We should be living, if we're in a, a free country and we're in a, a society. Our children should that, be able to go to school. Should be taking care of each other, that kind of stuff. We yeah. certainly aren't that close to where I think we should be at this point in time. We're, there's some people that want to do that and they want to have conversations yep. on both sides and get compromised. And those, kinds of those are the kind of people I want to see elected to office who will there work with both on, sides. Exactly. Both sides, Democrats and Republicans that, that can come out and say, we're this, all not that far apart because I right? truly believe that in my heart we're not all that far apart. No, but the media, have, the media certainly likes oh, to tell you that you're the media, you're, we're so far the apart. media and the culture right now demands that we sit in one space or the other space, and they're very far apart. It's and just it, not true. It's not. I, so many of it's us just, are so much more in a more common sense middle space, but we're not allowed to talk about that middle space mm-hmm. because of just the inundation of media, social media, fake news, real news. I don't, I'm not saying fake news to like get under people's skin, but there's entertainment channels that get to call themselves news. The, there was the, a- the, 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 what is it? The, the Bureau of the FCA? No, what's the it FCC. called? The FCC. 
Mm-hmm. So there's there's parameters about how much truth you can tell if you're in if you're news, but then entertainment channels don't have those parameters, but they get to say their news. And it mm-hmm. we're being fed such irregular information that we've all lost any sense of being able to find middle ground. You know, I, I used to love social media and that kind of stuff. And you know, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't cost that much to do exactly what you and I are doing right now is talking on, grab right. a microphone. And I mean, I, I could, I have an, I have an app on my phone where I could do this. From Absolutely. There, right. Yep. So I'm not there. The access probably to finding the type of information that you want to hear is readily available. Yep. But damn, we got to do something as a country because some of this stuff doesn't make sense. And I think a lot of us are very close to the this, this center side of it, right? Mm-hmm. We have, uh, like, I, I can look at both sides and I like that kind of stuff there and I like that kind of stuff there. The extremes on both sides, I don't care for. Nope. And that 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 is a problem um, that we've got to fix because I feel like, uh, you know, the media, and I there was a... Um, John Stewart show on Apple Plus here that had a friend of mine on it from my days working in television yeah, recently, yep. and they talked about it. Um, they get second to second updates on what their ratings are doing, and when you're getting up to second ratings on whether or not people are turning you off, like people are going to continue watching and they're going to continue reporting on the things that they that get views that get views that pay the bills. So I, working in television, it's it's uh, you know when I did this before um, in my previous life. Uh, you know, TV stations rely on completely on advertising. Yep. And if you don't have the viewers, the viewership, the more viewers you have, the more you can charge for your ads. So the more, you know, and you look and, at, you know, everything else, everything else with like costs going up and all this kind of stuff. Yep. It's the same thing over there. People want to make more money over there and they, they can't. And I, I'm not throwing like small market television stations under the bus here nope. because I, I think they do a, a pretty good job of trying to, trying to tell the truth that they know. Yep. Okay. Um, I know a lot of reporters from my day back in, in TV and they really try to do a good job. Um, but I think that when we look at national media and stuff, the days of Peter Jennings, um, Dan Rather, yeah. uh, those guys, Tom Brokaw, where they just told you the news. The, tr- the news, the truth. Was there some bias in there? Of course, we're human beings, but not like it is now. No, it isn't like it. I, there was some integrity when I got into television news back in the day. I felt like there was integrity there um, in the national side of things. They just told you this is what's going on. Yep. Um, and I feel like now with the advent of, you know, uh, maybe not the advent is the right word, but now that we have, you know, cable TV stations that yep. can just say whatever they want and stuff like that, that's really hard. Yep. And I, I think both sides do this. And that's Absolutely not doing, both sides do that it. isn't doing society any, any good. good. So that's my but that's my two bills. cents, yep. and I could talk about that crap for over an hour, and I would love to have a conversation with somebody about it on this kind of this I kind of situation too. where we could just have an open, honest conversation. About how do we fix some of these things? But I'm not I'm not in a position. We're getting to the point where we have to start fixing some of these things because I will tell hmm. you, you could walk into an NRA conference and no one in there wants children dying. No, no one. Like, come on, why are we so? far apart i don't understand it yeah and and this and this is all i'll say about it because i i understand that i have my own biases i am a human and that's how it works Mm -hmm. no one is trying to take guns away from people who have the mental capacity to have them Mm -hmm. no one has ever said that that like who's saying that 
There's, there's a. We register our cars. Yeah. We all have. So, we register ourselves. We have social security numbers. Each one of us are registered the day we're born. Mm-hmm. What is so wrong about doing it to a gun? I, I don't. I. I don't want to take it away, but if you shouldn't have it, you shouldn't have it. Now we should probably stop now because I'm going to get really worked up. Um, yeah, let's move on to a new right. question here. Oh, this will be a good one. What triggers you during an argument? <laughs> <laughs> Felt like it had a natural flow to it. <laughs> what kind of argument are we talking about here? Uh, you know, let's okay. Personal. A personal one. Yeah. Um, I, I think when somebody doesn't listen um, yes. and they just plant their flag and this is what it is, and yep. then they not they don't just plant their foot or their flag, yep. they start to rub it yeah. in a little harder. And, and it's not, and it isn't a, how do I say it? It isn't like it's um, pushing it, right? It's like, I'm going to be right. I know it will trigger this farther. And then they go that extra step. And then they step. take it, yeah. That kind of crap will get me to leave. Yes, I will. I've seen just, it happen. I'm just, I'll just leave the situation. No, but I've seen it happen. If I, you're gonna be, if you're gonna, if you want to have an honest conversation, you want to talk about stuff. Yep. Let's talk about it. Let's just be normal. Oh, amen. Have a normal conversation. Yep. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna do it to pick a scab, right? Yep. To try and just to try. Let's let's see how mad we can make Roman today, right? That kind of thing. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out and I've identified that kind of stuff now and I just don't bring it up because yeah. it, it, there is some, there is some definite, there's, there's a couple of people in my life that, that will do that. That will do that hundred yeah. percent. I would agree. I think what triggers me in an argument personally is very similar to what you've said. And, and really it's the unwillingness to listen to what the other person is saying. You can tell when you're talking to someone, when all they're doing is formulating what they're going to say next. And they're not hearing a word you say. And yep. That drives me crazy. Yep. That's exactly what I'm talking about. In a professional, um, and I don't even know that argument is the right word, but in a professional conversation, right? Like if my boss brings me into the office and says what I'm doing wrong, or I bring an employee into my office, mm-hmm. drives me nuts when they're like, well, did you know that so-and-so is doing this? Yeah, that is not what we're talking about right now. What about-ism? Is, what about-ism? Yeah. yeah, it's a perfect way to say it. <laughs> what, well, about, what, about what about this? What about? No, no, that's, no that's not what I'm talking, talking about, about right you, now. But right? man, people love, yep. it's such it's a defense mechanism. It's deflection. deflection. And I want to talk about you right now. And I want to talk about what you are doing right now, not mm-hmm. what everybody else is doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So that bothers me, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I that's I feel the same way. Yeah. The the whataboutism and stuff like that and, and the pushing and pushing and pushing yep. kind of makes me mad. You ask another one. You got another one. Oh, you want me to go? One. Yeah, you go another one. Okay. Well, so this kind of I I'm trying to I'm trying to line these up and not take such a stark departure from our conversation. <laughs> Describe some times or areas in which you find it most difficult to be open and honest with me. Repeat the question one more time. Sure. Describe some times or areas in which you find it most difficult to be open and honest with me. So I think it's, I think it mostly comes to when I'm struggling on a day, right? Okay. I'm just having a rough day yep. um, about whatever could be about whatever. Um, and I just, I, I sometimes have struggled to bring it up to you because I don't want you to think differently. Right. I sure. don't want you to be like, wow, he's really dumb. You know, cause I already have, <laughs> You do anybody, have that, don't you? Yeah, there's, Which well, is fascinating because you're one of the smartest, funniest, brightest people I know. Uh, it's just being it's being around uh, some people when I was at a younger age sure. that 
didn't necessarily say, "Hey, you're really smart. You could yeah. do that. or right. validate what validate, you're thinking." Right? That, yeah, you know, yep. you go you go through school and you get run into some people are like, "You're really dumb." Well, that kind of sticks for a while. Sure. So yep. um, when I'm having one of those days where I'm not when I'm kind of feeling off and yeah. I just don't want you to uh, because you know I've out kicked my coverage here already. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I laugh because it's like the cutest thing you say to me, but it couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> like, I love it. It's like, like, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy, but no, you have not outkicked your coverage. Well, that's, that's what I feel. So I just don't want you to be like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. right. I think coverage. for me, it's most, and this will come as no surprise to you. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for me to be open and honest with you if I'm having a problem. Mm-hmm. I can be open and honest with you about everything all day long until <laughs> I feel like it's some anything like a burden or a problem or an issue or a conflict because I am incredibly conflict averse. Mm-hmm. And you are very good. Like, I just have to share. So, like, the first time you could sense, and I'm not in a bad mood super often, I don't think. Right. First time you could sense something was wrong, you're like, what's the matter? What's the matter? What's the matter? And I think we've, I don't know if we finally talked about it. Then... It's now progressed <laughs> most recently to where I think I'm distracting you enough, mm-hmm. right? Like where I'll bring something else up or I'll do something else to distract or, and then we'll be like literally just about falling asleep and you'll sit straight up in bed like it's two in the afternoon and you'll be like, well, and I'm like, damn it, he's not letting this go. I actually have to talk about my feelings right now. And it's so good. It's so good for me. Yeah. Uh, but you don't let it go anymore, which is no. which is great. Because I will let it go as long as I possibly can. <laughs> and sometimes I get over it and sometimes I don't. But you don't wait for that to happen. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, what beliefs would you want to pass on to your children and or grandchildren? Oh, you know, this is a, such a good question. It's interesting for obviously first thing I think about is raising Sam and I, I can't, well, I know I can remember the circumstance that led me to say this to him, but I won't share it because it's personal information about mm-hmm. him. Yep. But I remember saying to him recently, I know that I validate you and encourage you a lot because of your brains, your intelligence, your sense of humor, you're good at sports. But what maybe I am forgetting to emphasize is that none of that means anything if you're not kind to people. And, (laughs) and we had a long conversation about how you need to know that I And we in this family are kind to people above everything else. But in that moment of raising a young human and watching their relationships play out with other people, I realized that I think I'd been doing a disservice to him by, I mean, he's so smart and I tell him that. And he's so funny and I tell him that. And he's good at sports and I tell him that. Mm -hmm. And in I had this moment where I felt gut punched as a mom, where I was like, Am I talking enough about what actually matters, though? Because it's mm-hmm. kindness. N- none of the rest of it. I wouldn't care. about. I don't care if he's smart or not, honestly. He'll figure his way out in life. I don't care if he's good at sports. Really, at the end of the day, I don't care if he's funny. I don't care about any of that stuff. He'll figure his way out. You have to be kind. So I'm glad that you said that because that's, that's exactly where I land is on kindness, yep. right? Be kind. Treat people the way you would like to be treated, that kind of stuff, yep. right? And it... it it dovetails really nicely into a story I read on, on 
on Twitter this morning. Mm-hmm. And I encourage everybody, go to KSTP. Okay. Um, uh, KSTP TV, you can find it at KSTP.com, all that kind of stuff. Um, there's a story, and I'll just read the headline. In Joe Maurer's senior year, after his fourth hour class, he walked a student by the name of Mike Halley, Haley, Halley, I'm not sure, uh, to the lunchroom and invited him to sit at his table. Halley is blind and normally sat alone at lunch, but he was never alone again. Now, I read the story this morning, and this is 21 years ago, but I think the, the, the act of being kind mm-hmm. plays such a huge role in the success of not just the person doing the kindness, but can change a life on a dime. And I think it's not that hard. That headline alone makes me think more of Joel Maurer than any baseball game, any Uh Kemp's ice cream endorsement, (laughs) anything. No. And he did that when he was a senior in high school. What a kid. Which goes to character. Yes. Who you are as a person and how you treat others around you uh, and who may not, you know, who isn't close to you or who isn't your friend or whatever. Like, uh, and this really, it really speaks to me because I do a lot of stuff, you know, through uh, with the high school with photography and stuff yep. like that. And boy, I tell you, at the at the middle school and high school level, uh, kindness goes a long ways, yeah. especially from. And and, and I and I will say this um, as a non athlete athlete, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I call myself an athlete because I can skip a rock. But that's well, an inside I joke. I call you an athlete, <laughs> um, but. The athletes at the school, there's a lot of kids that look up to the athletes that yes. are, that you know play sports. Yep. And to have some of those kids um, just rope those kids in and make them feel included, yep. um, boy, it goes a long way, and way it, farther than you think it does. In your whole life, I read a very interesting article recently, and I can't pull it up the way you did because I don't remember when I read it, but it was talked about your invisible resume. Mm-hmm. And it talked about how... Any time in life, and this was specifically job related. So you're, you know, there's a promotion at stake or there anything. And that 99.9% of the time promotions within companies, right? Getting hired fresh where nobody knows you is one thing, but promotions or raises or anything has way more to do with what they call your invisible resume. And what that is, is things like your character. When someone, uh, you know, dropped a cake at the company birthday party and you helped clean it up, your boss saw that. Mm -hmm. And that got committed to memory. When you helped someone else achieve their goals, someone noticed that and that got committed to memory. And those things matter more than your sales numbers, than your metrics, than your numbers. Like those things, your invisible resume matters more than the numbers on a piece of paper. That's what people commit to memory. Uh, And that's what helps you advance in this world. Uh, And and I'm not trying to imply that it's all about success or titles or whatever, but it is what matters. Mm-hmm. Kindness and, and reaching out to other people and mm-hmm. helping people and your character. Just exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. So. I think that is a perfect spot. I think it's delightful to, to end. end there. You know what? I we didn't get into my last three cards, which were a little racy. So maybe, <laughs> we, 
maybe we need another uh, after dark another, episode. You know, I'm, I'm up for those whenever you want to do it. Um, thank you, everybody, for taking the time out of your busy days to listen to this podcast. We really just love sitting down and talking and, and love hearing back from you guys uh, what you think about the podcast and, and what your thoughts are about the same things that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and whether you agree with them or not, we, we love hearing them and getting to talk to you guys about all the things that you uh, you believe as well. So um, next podcast coming up, uh, we have uh, Valerie McAtoon from River Song. Yes. Um, that'll come out next week, so you'll hear that as well. Um, you can find us on all of the spots that you can uh, stream podcasts, whether it's iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all of the stuff that's out there. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Uh, we'll post this one up on YouTube. There won't be video there. We'll still post it up there. Anyway, Thanks, everybody, for taking the time out of your busy days and joining us. We'll see you real soon.